are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The Word of God transmitted life. The Word of God transmitted light. The Word of God transmitted the power of God into that individual so they could be born again and become the sons of God. Now, it doesn't matter how sinful they've been. You see, it is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come right on down to verse... We're in John chapter 1, verse 16. It says, And of his fullness have all we received, grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Now, here you understand that grace came by Jesus. Grace came by the Word of God. Grace came by the light that God brought to us into the human spirit through His Word. Now, we skip verse 14, back up to verse 14 here. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, you find out here that the Word of God that created all things in the beginning took flesh upon itself. That's why Jesus could say to Philip, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and my Father are one, he said in another instance there. And you see, he was the Word of God personified. He was God's Word manifest in person form. He was the Logos. He was the total of all that God is. Now, if you can understand that, you get a revelation of something. Someone said, well, now, you know, the God of the Old Testament is not the same God of the New Testament, evidently. Because <laughs> under the Old Covenant, they see all the things that God did. God destroyed nations. He destroyed all these things and told Joshua to destroy all the city of Jericho, even the little children. Listen, God's word was out. Besides that, there was a conspiracy of the devil to pollute the seed, the stock, that was to bring the Messiah, Jesus, the Word of God, into this planet Earth. It had to be wiped out. It had to be stopped. It was a conspiracy. So the God of the Old Testament is still the God of the New Testament. But you see, we have a different covenant than those people had. Now here you see that it became the Logos, the total of all that God was. He came to the earth to prove to us, to show us what God would be on this planet earth. And if you want to know what God's like, study the life of Jesus. You want to know what God would do in any given situation in the earth today, study the ministry of Jesus and see the things that he did. See, under the old covenant, you get the idea, if you're not careful there, you get the idea that God's a big gray-headed fellow with a long stick and he's just waiting to knock you down if you make a mistake. But then you see Jesus, they brought to him a woman caught in the very act of adultery. And they said, Moses' law says we've got a stoner. But he said, what do you say? And he just stooped over and began to write on the ground. And uh, he said, let him that's without sin cast the first stone. Now somebody said, I wonder what they wrote on the ground. One individual said, I know what it was. And I'm not so sure about what they're right. 
They said they wrote on the ground the name of the harlots that they had been to. And from the oldest to the youngest, they all left and didn't cast any stones. Then Jesus looked up and says, Does no man condemn you? She said, No man, Lord. He said, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Now, see, he's showing you the manifestation of God on the earth under the new covenant. You see, actually, the new covenant hadn't been established there. It was still a transition period. Jesus had not died. But that's the reason that the Jews had such trouble taking the things that Jesus said, because they saw God as a fire-breathing God. And Jesus came teaching. He's our loving Heavenly Father. And if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So you see, the Word is life, it is light, it is Jesus Himself. It is the manifestation of Jesus Christ Himself upon the earth. The Word of God is a living substance. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on our behalf, even though we don't deserve it. Now let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. And let's notice here, well, let's start verse 8. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, Paul speaking, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Now, that's strong. You know, just no way you can misunderstand that. You see, the word is very accurate here. He said, God created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent that now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. He's telling you that the church is going to teach the wisdom of God to Satan and his principalities and powers. They'll see, in other words, the wisdom of God through the church. It's the only way they'll know it. So we have a very accurate statement here that Jesus was the creator of all things. Now, Jesus being the Word of God. Now, go with me to Colossians chapter 1. And again, here we have a statement. In fact, I'll read several verses here, the 13th verse. Well, let's back up to verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Now, who has done this? The Word of God has done this. A living substance that delivered us, translated us, into the kingdom of his dear Son. Verse 16, For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions, or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Now, you get an idea of what he's saying. He created everything, and principalities, powers, and so on. Now, somebody said, well, he created the devil then. Well, he wasn't the devil when he created him. He was the anointed cherub. God is not the creator of evil. And I know there's a scripture in Isaiah that says, I, God, created evil, and so on. But it's inconsistent 
with God in his nature. He didn't do it. <laughs> they missed it in the translation. Finus Dake says that it means that God allowed evil in the earth and certainly had to allow it because of the way it set it up. God allowed Adam to sin. There wasn't anything he could do about it. God did everything he could do to stop him from sinning when he said, don't do it. So you realize here that he created the principalities, powers, and good principalities and powers, and evil, but they were all good when he created them. Now he comes on down and says, and he is before all things. By him all things consist. He was before all these things. The Word was before all these things. There was nothing created without the Word. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. Now, see, we spent several sessions talking about this because I want to get this engrafted into your spirit. Because if you ever get the revelation of this, I'm going to change that. When you get the revelation of this, because you're going to get it before this is over with, that the Word created all things. There was no creation without the Word of God. The Word upholds all things. By Him, by the Word of God, all things consist, hold together everything in this planet Earth that you can see, feel, hear, touch, taste, smell, and so on. Everything was created with words. Not only was it created with the Word, faith-filled Word of God, but it, by the Word of God, it consists and is held together. This whole thing is self-destruct if it wasn't for that. But it's held together with the Word of God. You see, when God spoke in the beginning and creation took place, He spoke into existence these things. All the universe today stands in obedience to what God said. You know why it does? Because His Word upholds all things. It holds it in existence. Now, go with me over to Hebrews, first chapter. Let's read from verse 1 down through verse 3. God, who in sundry times and divers manners spake in times past to the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. So here again is a witness that Jesus made the worlds, plural here. All that's made was made by the Word of God. The Word made it. God established this earth with a Word system. You may not like it, you may wish we didn't have it, but you have, and it's going to be here forever. <laughs> that's just the way it works. Now, God could have created any kind of world He wanted to. God could have created the world and said, we're going to have a feel-like world. So just whatever anybody feels like, that's the way it'll be. Boy, wouldn't we have been in a mess. We'd have been in a bigger mess than we are now. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our CD offer will be CD offer number 7215, Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, what does it mean to call things that are not? That means to call things that are not yet manifest as though they were manifest, until they are manifest. Now in Romans the fourth chapter, speaking of Abraham, says, For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. 
Verse 16 says, Therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is the law, but that also which is the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Abraham is called the father of faith. Then verse 17, Paul says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Now this is an important statement. This is the way God taught Abraham faith. You need to know this. There's so many people that really don't understand the difference in Abram and Abraham. Abram never did believe God the way that Abraham believed God. And the reason was because he would not say what God said about him. But God taught Abraham, after he changed his name, to call things that are not as though they were until they are. And verse 18 says, Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Now how can you believe in hope when there is no hope? Well, go to the Word of God and get you some hope. Some of you that... Doctors may have told you no hope for you medically. Well, go to the Word of God and get you some supernatural hope and change the situation. That's offer number 7215, Calling Things That Are Not. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.